areas may occur. Small streams will rise rapidly. Do not drive through areas where water is flowing over the road. Please report damaging winds, hail, or flooding to the National Weather Service Greenville Spartanburg by calling toll-free 1-800-267-8101 or by posting on our Facebook page or tweet at using hashtag NWSGSP. Your message should describe the event and the specific location where it occurred. Repeating, a severe thunderstorm warning has been issued until 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time for the following counties in Malzahn at Auburn. Remember, he got uh, Montrevious Adams. Right. Carl Lawson. You got guys right there in Georgia's backyard. Stars have left Georgia to go to Auburn, which actively recruits there. It just feels like to me, and I, I recognize what you're saying with, with those coaches, but it feels like to me you've got more pressing concerns where, you know, Herschel Walker comes up right now. Where is he going? If, if Herschel Walker's being recruited right now in this day and age, I, you know, well, that's debatable. A, a, a running back probably is still going to Georgia, well, but, but I get your may, point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. The, I, I'll get, I'll give you this, that recruit, I mean, recruiting is so much more national now than it, you know, it used to be regional or just your state. I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago winning your state was important in recruiting and now, for a lot of states, that's not even relevant. I mean, in certainly this, not in, relevant here. In this state, it's it's not relevant at all right no. now. Whereas a few years ago, it was everything. Um, so, I mean, recruiting national, everybody wants great players out of the state of Georgia. M- my point is that the schools that players would say, "Okay, I'm either going to Georgia or Tennessee. I'm either going to Georgia or Florida. Georgia, Auburn, Georgia, Clemson." In several of those cases, I just think it's because Tennessee's down, because Florida's down, because now South Carolina's down, and South Carolina got players out of there for a few years. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it just seems like an easier path now than it than it was. Not at all. I, I I totally disagree. The eliteness of Bama, the recruiting Clemson has done in Georgia, the fact that they can't even beat an above average Florida team. I mean, Tennessee even came in there last year with the talent yeah. that it had, and it took a Hail Mary, but they won. But before you talk about Alabama, you've got to win your you got to win you just got to win yeah. your division exactly, and it's down. I mean, it's down, and they can't do it. <laughs> I mean, Missouri's won it twice since you've won it, right? right? And, they, and so, and so maybe that speaks more even to what I'm talking about. I feel like we're talking in circles now. We are totally talk, talking in circles. <laughs> but but yet I enjoy it. <laughs> uh, Missouri did win the division twice this decade. That's what just kills you if you're a fan of Carolina or Georgia. That pass on the six-yard line against Bama in the SEC championship game, man, that, that, that's devastating. I mean, that's just that's totally devastating that that pass was caught and you didn't get a couple more chances by not firing the football into the turf of the Georgia Dome. Uh, because you, you win that, you win the national championship. Rick's still the head coach. Continuity. You recruit better. I mean, all kinds of things change. That's, <laughs> that's why that passed to Renfro. I mean, that, that's why it's so important. Outside of just winning the championship, it never goes away. That's something you recruit to. It's something you document. You highlight. Here's the proof. You can do it here. They haven't done it there. Come play here. Okay, where do I sign? 
I mean, not to oversimplify it, but that's kind of where it is. Ricky Fowler, by the way, has carded a seven under 65 for his first round at the U.S. Open. Two-shot lead over a trio of golfers, Brooks Kapka, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Brian Harbin, also at five under par. Two shots behind Fowler, all four golfers in the clubhouse. By the way, for those that are wondering, two shots off of tying the record, I think that was set by Jack Nicholas. fired a nine under. 63 on a par 72 uh, back in the day. So no records being set by Fowler, but a scorching start in Aaron, Wisconsin at Aaron Hills for the first round of the U.S. Open. Fox televises the U.S. Open. And, you know, I I work for ESPN, so maybe I'm a little biased here, but it's hard to watch. Yeah, I'll say it for you. Thank you. Yeah, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. It looks weird. It sounds weird. It feels awkward, and it's like they need to do this for like a decade before everybody starts buying into it. That may be a reason I'm less inclined to watch coverage of the uh, the U.S. Open this year, and that, that is a very plastic, silly thing to say. But yet, I feel steadfast in that commentary. I don't think it's going to change. I mean, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I might not like it as much as it right. would on other networks, but I'm, I'm going to watch it. Fowler, 700 par. $12 million purse, Aaron Hills, par 72, U.S. Open underway on Fox Sports and Fox Sports 1. 654-7627, the phone number 654. Roar if you want to talk with us. A couple of texts coming in. We'll get to those in our next segment. We're going to talk some more college football. Stay tuned. When choosing a lawyer, you need someone who knows the law. We'll take your legal needs seriously and deliver excellent results. That lawyer is David Green. The Green Law Firm can successfully handle probate issues, estate planning, small business management, income tax returns, and any issue with the IRS. Get the results you're entitled to. For a free consultation, call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or go online at greenlaw.org. Hi, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney. You know, when it comes to buying or servicing a vehicle, I always choose Toyota of Easley for their great selection, affordable prices, and outstanding customer service. Toyota of Easley is a family-owned business, and in all the years I've been a customer, I've always been treated like family. I encourage you to visit Toyota of Easley if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle or in need of service. Toyota of Easley is all in, and their name means a great deal. Roosters wants to wish all the men we love the most a happy Father's Day. To celebrate this much-deserved day, Roosters is giving $5 off all father's haircuts from the 12th to the 17th of June. Give your dad the gift of feeling good this year at Roosters. Gift cards are available. Roosters Men's Grooming Center, located on 3935 Pelham Road in Greenville, South Carolina. Call us at 884-8920 for your next appointment. Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements. No one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. 
Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered sleep, it's not mattress shopping, it's an experience. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Locomart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Locomart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Locomart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. The summer is hot, and July 4th this year, it's going to get really hot at Gentle Field. After a day on the lake, why don't you bring the family and come on out and celebrate Independence Day with us. As we get ready for a great night, Gentle Field, July 4th, right here in Seneca. This year, we've got some great beach music. Gates open at 5 o'clock, and we get started with Jim Quick and Coastline. She'll be around, any day now. Nobody does it like Jim Quick and Coastline. And then after that, it's the Band of Oz. Known worldwide, great shagging music. The Band of Oz will be live at Jim Field. So come on. Then after the shows, get ready for the award-winning fireworks display. The best part, it's absolutely free. Gates open at 5. Come on and enjoy Independence Day with us at Jim Field in Seneca. On WCCP. I'm here so I won't get fined. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. interesting text we'll get to. 986-1566. Your phone calls as well. Brought to you by Northland Communications. 654-7627. And continuing this conversation on Georgia and the SEC East. I, I guess this is the heart of what I'm thinking. And I probably did not articulate it in the correct manner in the previous segment. When Tennessee won the title or when Florida was flirting with championships, even when the Gators won it with Urban Meyer or Steve Spurrier, you had players on those teams that put the fear of God in you. You know, some of the Tennessee teams in the 90s, whether it was Peerless Price or Peyton Manning, not as much with T. Martin, Albert Hainsworth. I mean, they just had players that you knew were capable of winning championships. At Florida with a fun and gun. I mean, there was a brand, there was something cooking in Gainesville, and you knew it. And it led to the 96 National Championship. And there were these just elite weapons. Florida, the second go around where you had Tebow or Leak or, uh, you know, all these receivers that would just go up and, and catch all these crazy passes. And there was still this identity that they, they would use that you knew you were going to have problems with. And, and it was coaching, it was talent, and it was brand. And when those teams made their runs, they they had it. All of them had it, and you knew it. I mean, it, it was, you know, 
Florida and Tennessee would meet every year and everybody would stop what they were doing to watch to see what that game was going to produce because the end result was the winner was going to win the East and likely end up playing in the BCS championship. And so Ben's talking about, you know, you just got to win the East first. That's fine. You do. But none of that exists in that division right now. None of it. Like there's no teams like Mm -hmm. those programs. So at the end of the day, what does that even get you? The teams in which that persists are over in the West, LSU. And I think LSU is going to be back now with Matt Canada as the play caller. That is somebody Georgia needs. All right. Bama with what they do. Obviously, they're not going anywhere. And then, you know, Auburn has done it twice this decade and they kind of go in and out. A&M wants to do it, but they, they have their own problems down there. Ole Miss thought they were doing it, and then the NCAA has stepped in, and Chad Kelly messed up, and you know we we know what happened over in Oxford. Uh, but even if you win the East, my, my reaction to that would be right now: so what? Right? I mean, yeah. I, you know, Georgia Tech would probably win the SEC East easily last year, maybe even this year. I, I mean, think about it. But it is step one. It is step one, and you're not even to that step yet. No. I mean, you have to do that before you can play for an SEC championship, and you have to do that before you can play for a national championship. All right. So, I mean, get me there. That's fine. And then when we're, we're talking about this two years from now, and they dull it down against Bama or LSU in the championship game and only lose 29-12, to 12, I'm going to be like, Dan, this, is, this was kind of my point. And, and – but to your point, just getting there would be a step. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, those teams used to scare you. Yeah, Big Orange would come to town, man. You're, you're shaking in your shoes. I got Fulmer, this recruiting behemoth. They're coming into South Carolina. They get whoever they want. Uh, Florida under the old ball coach or even Urban. They're running this offense. I don't even know where the ball is. What are they doing with a zone read? And Tebow's winning the Heisman, delivering these incredible speeches. I mean, they would scare you. They were those great Florida State teams used to do that. And, and with Jameis Winston, they did it again. And maybe with Francois this year, they're going to do it some more. I, I don't see anybody like that in the SEC East. I, I see no program like that in the East. Clemson is benefiting. Georgia, in theory, should, but they haven't. And even if they do, they're still not beating Bama, which brings us back full circle for the 17th time in this hour. But you follow me now. You see what I'm saying? Like that. Trevor Lawrence is a bulldog in the old, the old system. Right. And he's the guy that puts fear in you in 2020 somewhere for Georgia. Right. Mitch Hyde ends up signing with the dogs. Deshaun Watson goes to the dogs. So it's been semi methodical in, in, in how Clemson has done what it's done and why Georgia hasn't done what it wants to do. And it all kind of works hand in hand. Six five four seven six. It all kind of works hand in hand. I guess that, that's that's it too. So, the fun little game we like to play, again, the, uh, another look at their schedule this year, and I think it just makes you that much more madly insane to try to figure out what they are capable of. Yeah, I, I big picture-wise, though, I don't... I don't see anybody in the East that's relevant this, right. this coming season. Right. So it's kind of a mute point. Right. But but Georgia still, though, 
and I guess it's why we stumble across these kind of topics. I, it's just always a head scratcher to me why they're not better than they are. Appalachian State to open it up at Notre Dame in week two. Samford comes to town in week three. Mississippi State in week four. If you beat Notre Dame, there's a real chance to be 4-0 before you take two uh, road trips into Tennessee, one in Knoxville, the other in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Missouri at home, Florida and Jacksonville, South Carolina at home, at Auburn, Kentucky at home, and then at Georgia Tech. I, that schedule could be anything from 8-4 and four to I don't know what. Yeah, tell me if they beat Notre Dame. You know, I, I, that's the biggest head-scratching game in the in the history of head-scratchers, in my opinion. That schedule could be 10-2 and two or 7-5. and five. Exactly. Yeah. Winning the SEC East is like winning a prison spelling bee, says the text line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Billy and Anderson, you guys realize Jake Bentley plays in the East, right? <laughs> All bets are there. Yeah, I see what you did there. But no, I mean, if we just went through it, what is that? What is that slate? I mean, it should be nine and three or better, but it probably won't be. You lose at Notre Dame. Tennessee pulls the okie doke. You pick off Jacob Eason a couple of times. You lose at Auburn and lose at Georgia Tech. There you are at the end of the season sitting there at eight and four. And no dog fan's going to be happy with that. Kirby certainly isn't going to be happy with that. Jim Chaney will lose his job at eight and four. You could average 35 points a game. You go eight and four this year, and you don't show some kind of semblance of an offensive identity. Cheney's gone. Georgia, wouldn't you come calling up here when you try to get one of these guys? Wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Wouldn't you do that? I mean, you, you, if Cheney doesn't work, the first call you make is to Clemson, South Carolina. I want to talk to Jeff or Tony. And then, well, that would be interesting. And then, you you come here. You're the play caller. It's your it's your deal, right? Mm-hmm. It's your ship. You get to run it. You get to be the captain. You're not splitting play calling duties. There's no triangle of a conversation before every play between the head coach and the other co coordinator. You get to come, and we're going to pay you a million dollars. Wow, which one would be more would be easier to get? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. They're both alum. Uh, I mean, I would say my first thought would be Jeff because he's not the primary play caller, but yet he's he's more than alum an alum at this point. I mean, his his dad's here, coached here, was here before he was a player. Uh, pretty deep ties. That. Well, that's I mean, they both have deep ties, and they're both very loyal to Dabo. Exactly. Right? But, I mean, they can't both be co-coordinators forever, can they? It's a little surprising somebody hasn't come calling more publicly up to this point. Just don't answer any calls from, from <laughs> Georgia. Hey, somebody steal Jeff Scott's cell phone. You block any number that comes from the well, 706. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of recruits calling, too, though. Well, so. that's true. Yeah, that's true. But, no, I mean, that's, you know, that could be what you're looking at down in Athens. It could be what you're looking at. I don't know. Interesting conversation to have. You know, Kentucky may be the best team in the SEC East this year. I, they, they may be. Kentucky may be the best team. The Kentucky. only st- the only stoops I've ever liked. Well, I mean, <laughs> at some point, Kentucky's going to win the East, aren't they? At some point, they, they can't go forever and not win it. At some point, they're going to play in the SEC championship game. How Mummy thought he was going to get there, and then he obviously didn't. 
Maybe this is the year for uh, UK to flex Big Blue on the gridiron. I'd like that. We'll see. I, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. And, and remember, too, Kentucky nearly beat the Dogs last year. That was in Lexington. This year, the game's down in Athens. It's a week before the rivalry game at Georgia Tech. And it's also conveniently sandwiched in between the road trip to Auburn and that uh, game against the Yellow Jackets. So, you know, maybe that, that could be a, a look-ahead kind of game in which uh, Big Blue has a better-than-average chance of, of, of doing some damage. And Kentucky, like Vanderbilt, is one of those teams that sneaks up on the Dogs, it seems like, once every five to six years. Usually, it's up there. Uh, rarely is it in Athens. But maybe this could be the season in, in which that happens. Uh, there is an update, too, on the Louisville scandal. NCAA has said what as pertains to that national championship? What are they talking about? Uh, I forget which one of the newspapers there reporter saying that uh, that Louisville has been told that if it if everything stands, their national championship would be impacted and would be vacated um, as one of the as one of the games that they have one of the wins they have to vacate. Um, they you kind of say that with an asterisk though, knowing that Louisville is going to appeal. They've said they're going to appeal. They would especially appeal that. But as it stands right now, according to local papers in Louisville, Kentucky the national championship would be vacated. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all right. So life goes on, I suppose. 654-7627, the phone number 654-ROAR. Is that really the end of the Cardinal universe? I wouldn't think so. The The whole idea of, you know, retroactively taking away a, a championship is just absurd. It's annoying that you can't post those banners, but at the same time, it's still something you can recruit to, I would think. Good grief. The NCAA is so broken, and we don't have an idea at all on how to fix it. It would be tough to take down the 2016 uh, championship banner whenever they post it over there in Death Valley. I mean, it would be. It would be prickly to do it, but, I mean, still, everybody was there. You saw the the pass to Renfro. It counts. Nobody's ever going to destroy that memory. What happens if Louisville refuses to take the banner down? I mean, the NCAA doesn't recognize it, but can they can they actually make you not put it on the hang it from the rafters? I mean, can you go that far with it? It's not an official trophy or anything like that. So you're talking about in one final act of defiance. Yeah, Patino says that's fine. You can tell us whatever, Patino, but we're not going to do it. Patino would want his face on a tro- on a banner right beside it with victim written underneath. Yeah, that would be. Perfect for Louisville right there. Big Blue called in. Takes exception to you calling Kentucky Big Blue because he says there's only one Big Blue. Michigan. Me. That's right. <laughs> shame on me. We forgot all about him, Big Blue. Yeah, forgot shame all about him. Shame on me. So we, we got that. We got a couple more topics we're going to hit uh, as well coming up in our final segment. If you want to talk with us, give us a buzz, Big Blue. We certainly appreciate that. There are some bold predictions out there as it pertains to this coming fall in college football, including one by a wacky CBS sports writer. CBS Sports is like the one other website I visit sports-wise semi-religiously outside of ESPN. I don't ever visit foxsports.com, but CBS Sports, it still seems like that they do more than aggregate content. They got a couple of guys that I've never heard of that actually are decent writers 
that give you some reasonable takes from time to time. And this is one. In an article that just came out, five bold predictions for the upcoming college football season, including at least five Power Five coaches that will not make it to November, including the retirement of one extremely popular head coach who's done incredible things at a school nobody thought he could accomplish those kinds of things at, and a very unusual Heisman Trophy winner. So perhaps we will walk down that road coming up in our final segment. 654-7627, 654-ROAR. If you want to talk with us, back to wrap it up. Your phone calls and some more college football up next. Wild Deb Tula will be at Direct Tools this Friday, the 16th, from 3 until 7. Get great deals for Dad. Enjoy hundreds of clearance items, 50% off regular price every day. Join Walt this Friday from 3 until 7 at Direct Tools, behind Chick-fil-A on Woodruff Road. Dr. Frank Armacito with the Surgery Center at Pelham on what it means to you as a patient. I helped develop our outpatient joint replacement program. Our patients are a priority, and it's my goal as an orthopedic surgeon to offer treatment options. Qualified candidates go home the same day. You will be up and walking before we send you home. The Surgery Center at Pelham, ideal for athletes and active people who want to get back to their old routines. NewKneeReplacement.com Hi, it's Monty Lee. My first season as Clemson baseball coach was sure exciting. We were ACC champs, made possible by great efforts by the whole team, and maybe a little luck. When you talk to the folks at Blue Ridge Security Solutions about residential or commercial security, luck is not part of the equation. These are serious professionals, each one well-trained for a specific role. Technology is always evolving, and Blue Ridge Security Solutions will be right on top of it. Did you hear about their video doorbell? BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. Hi friends, Mickey here for Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Summer is near and you'll need to get ready for your backyard parties and summertime fun. But where do you start? Go with Zero Res. They've got exactly what you need by using empowered water with no toxic chemicals or odors. You can rest assured that your guests will be impressed with your clean home like no other and no residue. Right now, three rooms for $129. Get a fourth room for free when you mention my name, Mickey Plowler. Call 558-7300. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean and ask about our air duct cleaning specials. Tiger Express Car Wash in Clemson on Highway 123 gets your vehicle clean and dry in about three minutes. Tiger Express Car Wash is an extreme, high-sensory car wash experience with a jungle theme that kids love. Tiger Express offers monthly packages and a 24-hour rain guarantee. Tiger Express Car Wash in Clemson always has free vacuums and microfiber towels for your convenience. Visit Tiger Express Car Wash on the web or like us on Facebook. Tiger Express, next to the pizza Hud in Clemson. Vehicles repairs can be a painful experience, but don't let them be. The experts at My Garage are here to treat your vehicle like the major investment it is. Call today to make your appointment at 633-5800 or visit us at 551 Old Greenville Highway in Clemson. If your paint job is looking less than new, bring back that showroom shine with Formula One wash and wax, paste wax, or scratch out on sale now for $2.99 each at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Keep your vehicle looking new with Formula One Auto Care products, $2.99 each at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hi, friends. Mickey Plowler here for Pro Flowers. If you're like me, you just forget dates. Well, Pro Flowers has something for us procrastinators and people that are forgetful. They've launched their brand new Pro Gifter service. This is the easiest fail-proof way to never forget an event and you look awesome all year. How does it work? You schedule three bouquet deliveries to the same address or three different addresses. You can schedule them for up to one year in advance. Don't procrastinate. Do it today. There's something you're thinking of right now to send someone some flowers. Three bouquets with a vase, free shipping, all for $99. That is a $70 in savings. How do you do this? You can think of proflowers.com. Go there, click on their Pro Gifter banner right on their homepage. You pick your flowers, you set the delivery dates, and you're done. It's as easy as that. There's seven-point quality check, guaranteed freshness at Pro Flowers and proflowers.com. Click on the Pro Gifter banner in the right-hand corner of the homepage and get that done with Pro Flowers and proflowers.com. Roy Philpott on WCCP. The fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football. Here's the end of the game. Are we finished? Done. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Some people just don't know that they don't know. And and sometimes, well, I don't mind telling them that they don't know. That they don't. <laughs> I take more pleasure in that than I should. But, oh, yes. Uh, it is who I am. Very good. No, very good. Final second uh, of the show. And uh, Ben and I just extending a, a little personal conversation offline into this final segment. Which is uh, something that's probably not good to do in radio. We probably, we don't do that a bunch. We do it some. Probably shouldn't do it that much. But anyways... Uh, final segment, and I'm going to throw you a curveball on this one, too, because we were teasing going out to break about these five bold predictions from this CBS sports writer. And basically what he's saying, he's got Florida State running back Cam Akers winning the Heisman Trophy, which is, wow, I don't know about that. He also thinks that a couple of coaches are going to be gone by November. And looking at it, he's thinking Kevin Sumlin, Hugh Freeze, Brian Kelly, Todd Graham, and others on that hot seat. We'll see. I want to talk about that tomorrow, and I want to do this right now. And for some, this will come out of left field. For others, uh, you, you probably know, and you can uh, put two and two together. But long story short, uh, tomorrow, as in Friday from noon until 3, is going to be my final show here at 105.5 The Roar. And uh, so tomorrow's going to be it. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, for those that know me and follow what I do, I'm full-time with ESPN. This has been a move that I anticipated for a long period of time. And after a series of very complex rounds of negotiation with upper management here, we determined uh, a while back that June 16th would be the day. And what? So, yeah, tomorrow's the day. You know about this. Why didn't I know about this? No, you this? know about it. <laughs> you know about it. Uh, ben perhaps was the first to know. Um, so... I debated all week and kind of how I wanted to approach it and what would be good for me and for the station and for anything else. And in reality, I, you know, it's always kind of awkward ending something, I suppose. But I thought today, driving in, it would be good to at least announce it so I can kind of get in that mindset for tomorrow and just saying, hey, this is the, this is the swan song. This will be the final three hours we're doing here. And just to kind of, I don't know, let all you guys know for the people that love me or hate me that, hey, we got one more show. And uh, 
that's going to be it. So, you know, driving this morning, I kind of thought that was a thing to do. And I just mentioned it to Ben during the break. I was like, you know what? I, I kind of feel like I want to announce that now. And that'll put me in the mindset that I want to be in tomorrow. And then uh, we get, you know, three hours to kind of say goodbye and, and to be silly and to do the things that we've done uh, since the show started uh, about five and a half years ago. So there's the news. There, there it is. Do with it what you want. You get one more show with me. And after that, you can interact on Twitter. We're, I'm sure I'll still do a various various shows of some sort. And, uh, and then also calling games, which has been a lifelong dream of mine to be full-time in that. Well, you've thrown me a little bit of a curveball because I thought we were going to talk about. I thought I had more time to prepare this. Good, but uh, I like doing. Yeah, that. yeah, tomorrow's tomorrow's the last show of the Roy Philpott show, and uh, yeah, we we've known that was coming for. I mean, you and I've known this was coming for over a year. Yeah, for the most part. Yes, uh, with what your schedule has been the last two years, Oof. trying to keep a lot of balls in the air has been uh has been difficult and I, I will just tell you this and and i this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody who listens the station couldn't be more proud of what you've accomplished and and we completely support you on this that's why we've been able to have these discussions for you know the better part of a year um so it's been you know it's not happy about it right wish it you know, selfishly wish it wouldn't happen, but for you, couldn't be happier. And, uh, you know, we have, we have a plan in place. We've had a plan in place for a long time. So we got we, somebody coming in. Yeah. We, uh, you know, you know all about it, but we will, we will not announce that tomorrow, but that will be something you will stay, stay tuned for. And it'll be great. And, uh, and hopefully we'll have you back in a, in a guest role yeah. when, when you're not, you know, out traveling the world or whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is you people do. Uh, well, and, and, and that's really what it came down to. And, you know, I guess getting fairly specific, but in, in the last, um, since last August, I, I've basically called 70 live events for ESPN, none of which really have been in the Eastern time zone. <laughs> so the travel has been taxing. And honestly, it. It makes the uh, the personal life exponentially more complex as well when you're on the road that often, and then when you're not, you know, you're preparing for a show, and it it's work. It's work getting ready for a three hour show every day. Some days you work more than others, and, and some days you have no idea of what the show's going to do. Even if you work along one line, it ends up going in another another direction, and it's just totally wacky. So it's a, it's a very unique business, I guess, but it's one that does require a lot of thinking, a lot of preparation day in and day out to try to put together a, a quality show. And so when you're doing that one day and you're traveling the next and you're calling a game after that and then you're, you're coming back and you're doing another show and you travel out and you call another game, it doesn't leave a ton of time available uh, for your personal life and I'm ready for that to take more of a priority. Uh, and that's an understatement, honestly. So that's part of it as well. And, you know, professionally, the the goal was, and I, I've said this on, on air. I've said it on this show. I said it in other business ventures. My goal has always been I wanted to be uh, a full-time play-by-play guy. That 
is what fires me up more than anything else. It makes me feel like I'm getting ready to play in a sport. And I was never good enough to be able to play past the high school level. But when I'm calling a game, it gives me that that sense. And uh, that is something that I that I live for, honestly. So that's another uh, kind of reason for that. So that's the news. Uh, so we get the hours tomorrow to talk about it, and I'll answer whatever questions anybody has, and we will uh, we'll say our goodbyes at that point in time. And I, I have... I already have a long list of thank yous and people I want to, you know, talk about tomorrow. And I've got that ready to go uh, for the uh, for the little show tomorrow, too. But, it, you know, it's a little surreal when you mention this on air for the first time. You're kind of sitting back and think, okay, this is, this is, this is actually, yeah. this is happening. This is going down. So Cornbread's got you figured out, Roy. Cornbread, what do you yeah. say? He said, well, so Roy finally figured out a way to get out of getting the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm Amen. hoping the guy doesn't show up tomorrow to make me get one before we get off here. Nailed it. Get one. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it. But, um, so I feel better getting that off my chest and I, I feel good about doing that here, uh, in our final segment. And there you go. That's it. Six five four seven six two seven six five four. Roy, I'll probably be more detailed about it tomorrow. You, you know, you've seen mm-hmm. how it's impacted me. Just what we do, and with the you know the constant travel and everything. So I, I think you probably get it better than most. The amount of prep it takes to do a radio show, the amount of prep it takes to call a game, and then it just it never stops. You know, from August, from middle middle part of August, all the way to early April it never stops and so you you need some downtime too you you do need some downtime you are one of those guys that does not to like to feel underprepared uh and I don't know that you ever have been but you've probably felt that way at times and when you are uh and you know a lot of people a lot of people don't realize this and last year was probably worse in this regard than this year but there are a lot of times that Roy is taking a red eye from <laughs> the West Coast, you know, back to here and goes from the airport to WCCB, <laughs> you know, and tries to do an energetic show for three for Woo! three hours. And that's, uh, you can do that every now and then. You just can't do that through an entire football season and basketball season and starts wearing on you. And like I say, you know, um, who wouldn't take the opportunity? Yeah, I, yeah. If you're if you're passionate about calling games, and you certainly are, who wouldn't take that opportunity? That's that's true. That's true. And it, it, honestly, it's miraculous to be even in that position. Um, you know, ESPN employees. I don't know, maybe twenty or twenty five full time play by play guys. And you know, yeah, I'm fortunate enough to be one of them, and I, I've been one. But you know, it it feels like that step is going to be bigger this coming fall and even into the winter. And, and so at that point, you know, you decide that it uh, it has to take priority. We'll get one call in before we get out of here. And we'll talk about this tomorrow. And I'll give you some more details on some of that stuff tomorrow as well. Uh, 654-7627, Lamont Sullivan joins us next. Lamont, good afternoon. Royfield Pot. My friend. You are sad to see you leave buddy but i just had to call you today because i know tomorrow is going to be jam-packed um you don't realize what your friendship and partnership wccp has meant to big brothers big sisters over the last few years that we've known each other um our program's grown 
because of our friendship. And I just appreciate you, man, and we're going to miss you. Hearing you on the radio, I'm sure we'll still keep in touch. I can get you on the bet line. I hope I hope you don't change the bet line phone number. Um, but we appreciate you, man. Um, we've grown our program because of the partnership with WCCP and you and Ben and David. So we just want to say thank you and Godspeed, and we look forward to seeing your ugly mug on the television. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Lamont, uh, right back at you. You guys do a fantastic job. We're happy to do it, and I know that relationship – uh, we'll continue here with 105.5 as well. Thank you, my friend. Stay in touch. Thanks, Roy. All right, Lamont Sullivan, check it in. Big Brothers, Big Sisters of the Upstate. Uh, very fantastic organization. So I, I'm not, we're not going to do three hours of that tomorrow. We're just, we're, I, we get to do a show tomorrow, too. I, I got stuff I wanted to do tomorrow show-wise. Uh, it's not like, you know, I'm not, I'm not moving. I, you know, I, I'm still on Twitter where people can razzle me and do those kinds of things, and you'll see me on TV a little bit more. So it's you know it's not like it's not like somebody's dying. Just hey, buddy, you made this bed. Now you lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you want to be just like Bob Stoops, you know? <laughs> Stoops just out of left field. Roy, like I'll one up you there, buddy. Take that, big game, Bobby. <laughs> Take that. Uh, no, that's good. That's uh, that's very good. And I will say this too: the direction of the station has never been better. And I, I think the future of this time slot is in very good hands. And I think that's important. That, that's very important to consider when you're, when you're talking about the station and, and where it's come from to where it is now. Uh, under new ownership, uh, people that care about the product uh, very deeply, who have made very good hires. And it, it's obvious when you listen to the branding of the station as well that uh, this has gone from a small mom and pop shop to something that uh, is enormously popular here in the upstate. And even if you don't like it, you listen to it, which is really the only thing we care about. <laughs> so the direction of 105.5 and WCCP uh, could not be better and could not be trending any higher than what it is right now. And so, uh, I don't know, I imagine at some point in time, the announcement comes out on kind of what the plan is, but that uh, that will not happen tomorrow has been indicated. Oh, we have multiple announcements. Uh, multiple annou We got multiple announcements. Throughout I, the summer. You people can't take it all at one time. It would just <laughs> blow your mind. But uh, to your last point, current news aside, yes, we are, from a station standpoint, could not be better positioned. And uh, and, and that is only going to get better. And we're, we're very happy about what our lineup is going to be, um, you know, in, 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 a, in a few weeks. But... Um, but still, that doesn't change. That doesn't change. Sad that you're leaving. I mean, selfishly, yeah. sad. That you, and you, you and I have been together for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> when was the first show we did? We figured it. Has it been? Was it's been eight years? I think. Uh, we were together at the score. The back score in the day. was the first time, right? Yeah. The score. And so you were, you were on two days a week. That would have been 2008. I think so. That was that was, and that would have been two thousand eight, about nine nine or nine years ago. So it's about nine years ago. Yeah, about nine years ago. That's hard to believe. Yeah. So, and you know, we'll we'll talk uh, a lot more about those kinds of things. I think coming up on tomorrow's show as well. So yeah, good stuff. Happy to do that. Or happy to put that information out there. I didn't really know how I was going to say it or announce it. You just kind of fly by the seat of your pants. I think it's better that way because you get more of what I'm thinking or, you know, which I don't know, maybe that's not good, but 
I, I like doing it that way. Peter in Simpsonville, that's why ESPN had all those layoffs to free up the budget for big money Philpot. No. <laughs> Nailed it. No. And, and, and trust me, I, everybody employed there was, was kind of sweating that day. And we knew it was coming. He had no idea what they were going to do. That, that was nothing was easy about that for me or for anybody else that, that works there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. I appreciate all the other texts coming in too. And I, I I'll have comments on, uh, everybody here and, uh, everybody that we've uh, interacted with over the years coming up on tomorrow's show and a truckload of thank yous. That's the one thing you learn about being in broadcasting. You don't get to do anything without a ton of help from other people, other people in the industry, other people as mentors, other people that can listen to you gripe, other people that can deal with high maintenance, that kind of stuff. So I, just to get here, just to produce here, just to host a show here or to be on television somewhere, just to make it that far, uh, there's literally like a thousand people. The guy that first gave you the, the opportunity to do something, the guy that said you didn't suck, that gave you a little bit of confidence, the guy that finally paid you something after doing it for three years free of charge. You know, you're like, oh, okay, maybe I, maybe I do have a chance to be able to pull this thing off. I've got that list ready and waiting, so we'll go through that uh, on the show tomorrow. So appreciate doing that. And, uh, of course, coming up next, our good friend, Walt Uptool and Road Rage. Walt and I have talked a little bit about this in the past. And he knows it's coming. He's been very gracious uh, with his commentary to me, as uh, have uh, just about everybody else here at the station. So I appreciate all those fine folks as well. It's good. In other news, we just signed everybody else on the station to lifetime contract. Good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Take that, competitors. No, that's uh, that's good stuff. But that'll do it for us. Walt up to the road race coming up next. We will be with you for the last time tomorrow. And a lot to talk about tomorrow. We'll give you some more details on everything and uh, what to expect uh, moving forward as best as we can. That'll be tomorrow, coming up at 12.05. But stay tuned. Coming up next, our good friend Walt up to the road race. Until next time, that's tomorrow, shortly afternoon. We'll see you again for more of the show.